Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tonk. Well, how do I analyse? How do I chop that to pieces? It had a, it had a false finish. It had a sigh. It, it, it seamlessly went into speech. You'd need to break that one up with a broom, I think, before you flush it. If you know what I mean. Shit. Seemed, to, um, seemed very heartfelt. And he may be, uh, unconsciously, maybe a little bit menacing, actually. But maybe a bit creepy, the way it was designed. Like a bloke on a phone to a widow with indigestion, something like that, just to, you know, keep her away from her rannies or something. Oh, there's nothing intimidatory about it or malevolent. I was just exhaling. Are you wrong? As I always Andy, do. Are you wrong? <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. Most most days. Well, at the moment. I'll do my forensic analysis of its power first off, if I might, Andy. There was definitely enough there, power-wise, to raise up a mouse's eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. But not enough, nearly, but not enough to separate two slices of oldie streaky bacon-style slices. You know, them ones you have for um, breakfast, lunch, and tea. Nice sigh. Nice to see you. What do you want to be called this week? I've got Frank Molasses. Do you like that? Uh, is that it? Well, no. He's like a US detective, but he's based in Turkey. Frank Molasses. Right. You've got Chilcot Tits, because, of course, you've got tits, and you yeah, should, yeah. should be reported. Um, Maureen Clackers. Like, that's a fun one, isn't it? Add a bit of a gender-bending element to that as well. Yeah. I like that. Nice. He's my favourite, but it's entirely up to you. Dave Meal. Dave Meal. Yeah. Sounds a bit drab. All right, or you can simply have Ronnie Hot Dog, of course. Can I be Maureen Clackers? Yeah, all right. So, hello, Maureen Clackers. Nice to see hello, you. Hello, Honky Tonk. It's nice to see you again. Right, well, After this um, unfortunate delay that we had. I believe they call it a hiatus. Yes. Hiatus. Shall we... <laughs> Is there anything else to be said about the hiatus well, that we had? I've read your apology. I don't know if people have seen it. It's on Twitter concerning your um, incident with the alderman. And to be honest with you, I think we should just leave it there, Andy. You can... It was a heartfelt apology. Well, I don't know about that. Is that why you wrote it in Comic Sons? But anyway. Well, that's the that's the font of... Of what? The font of earnestness. Yeah, is it? So It's a font of sincerity. I think you can take me presence here today as some sort of initial response, but... Let me warn you, I'm seeing the alderman later in the week. I've got a charity do. We're raising money to send some daft, you know, useless kids to Disneyland, the American one where you can get cured, you know? So I'm going to see what he has to say, but I'd just like to leave that, you know, in our back pockets for now, thanks. bit concerned by your use of the word warn there. What did you... said warn. I should warn you. Yeah, I said I should warn you. I'm seeing him, yeah. Are you threatening me? Not threatening you at all, Andy, but I've heard your side of the story. It'd be interesting to see a man of principle like the old man see what he has to say. Hmm. I hope you don't mind me saying... If that's indeed what he is. Yeah, well, I trust him more than I trust you. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Right, thank anyway, you. Maureen Clackers, 
Maureen yeah. Clackers. I've, my contact... She's got no knackers. <laughs> my contact tells me Mark Lawrenson, he's been really happy recently. He loves the international break because, of course, there's no football on and he hates the football. So yeah. He's, been, yeah. he's been doing all sorts of things he really likes to do, you know, like he's rewired his rabbit hutch, you know, the little wiry doors they have on it. He even Actually, yeah. he even sanded down and replaced the hinges on his neighbour's rabbit hutch. He spent a few days in his, in his loft re-plumping up the loft insulation, stared at a pigeon on next door's roof for a while. He went outside, scraped all the shit out of the joints, you know, between the pavement stones on the street outside his house. Had a lovely time. Yeah. But the big event was he went fishing with Robson Green. His mates were Robson Green. Oh, he has been busy. Yeah. Was it extreme fishing? No, not extreme. Not where the, the, he catches, like, as I say, sea cows, like sea wolves and that. It's just a nice day, quiet day fishing with Mark on the river, you know, for roach, <laughs> roach, trout, cod, that sort of thing. Tiddlers. It was a Tuesday of last week, right? And I remember that because there was a new... Have you, have you heard yep. the new feature on Chris Evans' radio show? No, no, I haven't. He takes his clothes off, right, in the studio, and you have to guess how much, how, how much sick his female intern spews up. Oh. He calls it Madcap Crazy Wacky Willy Club. Is it a bit like it's a knockout? Do they have a bucket? Yeah, and it's got an arrow on the side of it that rises up due to oh, the yeah. you know, floats up. Madcap Crazy Wacky Willy Club with Chris Evans it is. Anyway, they agreed that Robson would provide the fishing gear. Mark said he'd bring along some bait and that. Spent the night in the hotel. Robson had, uh, they had lunch together. Robson had two whole crabs, Andy. Two whole roast crabs. <laughs> And a bowl of ratatouille. What, just ate them with his hands? Yeah, he just bites into them. Mark had baked <laughs> potato, dead simple stuff with tuna sweet corn, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, shared yeah. a room. I thought that was quite interesting. Shared a room. Mark didn't sleep very well because of Robson's snoring, so he spent most of the night just drawing on himself. He'd made some kind of like ink by mixing the coffee sachets with a bit of water. Yeah, and he found a tin of corned beef in Robson's yeah. bag. He snacked on that anyway. I'll crack on, Andy. I've, I'm just so excited about I've got a new Mark story. So they get to the river. Robson's all chirpy, right? You know, like he is. Oh, like your shirt, Mark. It's nice and shiny and tight around your tits, like. So what do you think the tune's chances are this year? Under Rafa Benitez? And he says, I'm not really interested, Robson. Can we just set up the rods? Can you do that line? I'm not really interested, Robson. Can we just set up the rods? I'm not really interested, Robson. Can we just set up the rods? <laughs> I'll have to put you in touch with my contact. You should do these stories. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> he says, aye, but having Rafa Benitez has got to be good. I mean, he's Rafa Benitez. He's lived abroad and talks daft and all that and everything I do, I do it for you. Mark says, I'll ask you to say it. Mark says, yeah, if he says so. Yeah, if you say so. <laughs> he says, what do you think of Mike Ashley? Do you reckon he's a bastard? Hey, do you think Mike Ashley's a bastard? And he says, I don't know, I've not met the man. Will you just set up my rod for me? I'm going behind the bushes for a Todd. Can you say that for us, Andy? I, I don't know, I've not met him. Can you just set up my rods for me? I'm off for a Todd. <laughs> Behind the bushes. Anyway, so Behind the bushes. <laughs> Robson sets up both rods, then realises he hasn't got the bait. It was a tin of corned beef he bought as bait. It's gone, right? You know how about, you know how about this corned beef soft, lad? <laughs> well, he does, doesn't he, Andy, if you've been listening? 
has he washed the has he washed the the ink off his face yet? No, he was in, only painted his his body. The, uh, no, oh. he had the corned beef in the room last night. Mark tells him all about it. Robson's like, "Ah, oh, you're fucking twat, like how are we gonna fish now?" And he says, "You'll have to do it for me, Andy. Don't worry, right. don't worry. I've got an idea. Don't worry, I've got an idea." <laughs> So Mark goes behind the bushes and he comes back and there in his open hand are 14 niblets of corn that he's retrie- retrieved from his Todd mound. Because you remember he had that tuna and sweet corn? He did. Last night. That's quite resourceful, isn't yeah. it? and he's cut out little fishy shapes from his shiny silver suit to use like spinners for, for bait. Did, could, could I ask what he's used to retrieve them? That's probably a fish hook, wasn't it? I, I, I don't know. Nobody you don't knows. Know. My source didn't okay. know that, Andy. Anyway, they caught six chub, four carp. Only downside was Robson got food poisoning from handling Mark's corn niblets, you know, <laughs> that he'd retrieved. But I mm. like that story, Andy, because it's, it's like Daft Mark is a bit of a hero in it, really. You know he what I mean? He is, yeah. He's the villain as well, though. Yeah, but he has a little sort of victory, and I, I liked the story anyway. So Yeah. Over- it sounds like a nice partnership as well, them two. Yeah. It sounds so, like they might hang out with each other again next week. <laughs> okay, okay. So can you tell Andy, could you just to finish off the story, could you say, see you, Robson, I've had a lovely time fishing. See you, Robson, I've had a lovely time fishing. <laughs> hey, it's been hot, hasn't it, the dear? Oh, man, your tits must be dripping. I've been, Well, I've been, I've been lying in the garden. Hmm? Will we top off? What, do you just dig a little hole out so the sweat just drips gently? Just lying it? on the grass, but what, where they were sagging. My tits were sagging as I was lying, yeah. sort of flat on my back. Yeah. So I got a couple of matchsticks and, you know, propped them up. Nice. A couple of matchsticks under the undercarriage of each tit. Yeah. And then I'm just lying there, and some ants came along and right. sheltered from the heat underneath. Oh, it was wow. like a little canopy. And is there any sugariness or just anything like that on it? Well, they were just like slip sliding about in the sweat, like some some frolicking kids. Oh, that's nice to think of them. Like it was a nice feeling. Yeah, because Not- I don't see my kids that much these days. Yeah, so it was nice to sort of <laughs> be in touch with someone again. Yeah, well, don't upset yourself, Annie. You've had a lovely time with the ants. Yeah, did you give Thanks them little names? Like you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you would call them. Adamant. Adam, I suppose instantly you'd go to Adam. Yeah, George. Them sort of John Colin, Ant. Graham. All those sorts of words. We've had some feedback from John Ant, actually, yeah. on the Twitter this week. Yeah, what did he say? Uh, John Ant says, Bob should get over himself if he thinks he's got an exclusive thing with the Alderman. He's not all that. Okay. I'm ignoring that. that. Yeah, that, I'm just leaving. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not considering that till I've talked to the Alderman. I don't think that's, I'm that's, all that, that's, that's, that. Those aren't my thoughts and feelings. That's just what John Ant said on, on, on the Twitter. Okay, well, if, you, so if, if you're going to insist on bringing this up, I'd like to say that in your letter... You talking about me having an exclusive relationship with the old man? Well, what, how do you think my wife feels about that? Well, it's a different sort of relationship, isn't it? Well, is it? Well, that, that, or is it? It isn't. Ex- I don't know. You tell me. I don't know what you're hitting that, Andy. There's no need to be trying to be clever in your letters and that. You could have just said sorry, or you're not sorry. Well, I told you we should I'm, just I'm, leave it. People right. don't want to hear this. I'm sorry. You know when people get car sick. Yeah, Andy, I've found out this week that it's because your body thinks you've been poisoned. Because Does it? yeah, because it, the body's not moving, but your vision's moving. That's the kind of sensation you get if you've been poisoned. So your body tries to make you spew up, and that is probably the most interesting thing I've heard this week. It's been a quiet week for you, then. 
Yeah, it has been quiet, yeah. Like, for right. example, I looked in my fridge before I set off to see you today, and I noticed that there was a little baby bell in there that had clearly just had its first piss. It's not that interesting. <laughs> the best question I could think to ask you, Andy, was, do you like traditional things like wedding cake, sports dates, school, conkers, that kind of thing? I do, yeah. Which one did you like? Best wedding cake? Out of them three? Yeah. Conkers? You like Conkers best? Yeah. When was the last... I bet, I bet it's a bit dangerous having you with your face, with your head at a Conker tournament. You could get uh, smacked in the head by another winning Conker. You know, people could think it's a Conker is what I'm trying to say. Right. Because it's quite a featureless right. face. Right. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, oh, you've already threatened us and now you're, you're comparing me head to a Conker. Well, your head looks like a Conker. That's just a fact. I don't mind it? talking about... I don't mind talking openly about my tits. I haven't got a problem with that. But when you bring me head into it... Yeah. It feels like it's, you know, it's getting a bit nasty. Well, can I do a shout-out? Yeah, of course you can. I've got a shout-out to do from someone on Twitter called Gareth Craft, And he says, um, could you slip in a mention for me? Ian Irving has entered his marrow in the Ashton Village Vegetable Competition, and it's fucking shit. Okay. I wonder so I, I'm, I can't confirm or deny if it is or not. Yeah. Have you ever That's eaten a shout marrow? Out. Have you ever what? eaten a marrow? I don't think I have, actually, no. Yeah. I suppose it It's w- not... A, it's not an eating competition, it's a grown competition. No, but it's a separate follow-on question. I just said, <laughs> why are you being so awkward? Have you ever eaten a marrow yourself? Was it a trick question? No, it's not like, oh, if you haven't eaten a marrow. I used to like it. My mum used to stuff question. it with mints. Mints, not polo mints, mints. Wife's questions, Andy. Go on, oh, then. you are half stroppy. It's going to be awkward, this. Shouldn't be? I hope not. Yeah, well, you shouldn't have had so much to drink. So, wife's questions, Andy. Um, Andy. Do you think you would make a good firefighter or would your tits get too hot? Yes, I think I would be a good firefighter. I am agile. I am not scared of the ladders. Uh, I enjoy water. Um, I enjoy danger. I get a thrill from saving lives and I could probably wear some kind of bra. Okay, thanks for your answer. Or lies the fat strap under your chin, Andy, the Sunderland necklace, as it's known. Is that um, <laughs> that f- strip of fat on- <laughs> under your chin? Is it due to genetics or just simply poor diet? Your Sunderland <laughs> strap, your necklace. I am as God made me, Bob. Yeah. And Bob's wife. Right. And I, I don't ever want to change. Okay, so that's genetics then, yeah? Says you were made. Final question from the wife. I have no idea why she's asked this. Have you ever been to Portugal and spent some time with a Portuguese man? (laughs) No, I have not been to Portugal. The closest I've been to Portugal would be Spain. Yeah. And I was uh, around men and women. Yeah. And children. Oh, because you've been on holiday in Spain just recently, haven't you? Yes, I have. Whereabouts did you go? Um, Salou. Salou. Which is near Barcelona. Yeah, a bit of a Brexit sort of like holiday destination, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it was all inclusive. All so, inclusive? You know, all inclusive is, is the, the Brexit, Brexiteers <laughs> holiday of choice. <laughs> but uh, what I will say was there was lots of Dutch, lots of Germans and a few Russians as well. Okay. So it was quite... It was all inclusive. So did you? Did you mingle in every sense? Did you mingle at all, or do you keep yourself to yourself? No, I keep myself to myself. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not. I'm Neil All right, tell me a little bit more about your book. It was buffet, all inclusive buffet of your name. It was buffet, yeah. yeah. So it was like for me, it was chips, and then two types of meat. Yeah. So I'd have a bit of pork, and then maybe some fish. Right, yo. So it was. Uh, it was quite classic. It wasn't just meat type A, meat type C. I love tonight. Then you knew what it was. No, yeah. they, they had signs up telling you what kinds of meat there was. Yeah. Like if it was pork, it would just say pig. Yeah. And there'd be like a little drawing of a pig. Yeah. Beef, cow, you know. I suppose you just ran straight over to the sign that said pig, didn't you? What does that mean? You know, like, what I'm suggesting is, is that you thought, well, that's me, yeah. That'll be my section. Yeah. Or did right. you get free wine with it? Free, nice wine with it? Oh, yeah, all the booze was free. It was all free. It's all inclusive. Yeah, well, if we, be, if we assume that the free stuff was shit... But did you nevertheless drink nothing but it? Refuse to pay for anything decent? If that's what you want to generalise... Just answer the question. No, it was nice. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that nice. No, of course it, it was. It was all right. So the chips on every night, yeah? Chips, always chips. Well, and dinner time as well, you know. Chips, chips, chips. Always a meat. Chips for breakfast. So Chips, two types of meat and loads of cake. So did, Oh, nice bit of cake, yeah. Bit of Spa- Spanish cake. Well, Spanish are well known for the cake, aren't they? Comes yeah. right ahead of paella and all that stuff is this Spanish cake. <laughs> yeah. So, do you feel after your trip to Salou to the uh, all-inclusive buffet and that that you you know you're a lot more au fair now with Spanish cuisine? I feel ready to die. Oh, really? You filled right up, did you? Oh yeah. Can we just test your credentials, yeah, please? Yeah, of course you can. As the memory man. Yeah. Is it football? I'm going to divert away from football for once. All right, go on then. Here we go. Memory man. Yes, I remember everything in football from 1876 onwards. Thank it's you. It's not football. Memory man. Do you remember the winner of the Ashton Village Vegetable Competition of 2014? And I'll give you a clue. It wasn't Ian Irving. I thought you said it was... Did you say it was going to be a football question? Or no, did... I said it wasn't going to be football. Oh, I've misheard you there. Well, I haven't got any knowledge whatsoever of... Was it Ashton... Ashton Village Vegetable Competition 2014. And you want you want me to remember the winner of of the uh, the name of the winner? Yeah. Oh god almighty. Well have a think. Alright. Yes, yes I do. <laughs> What about that, ladies and gentlemen? Eh? You cannot be beaten. There's your credentials, yeah. On a proper thought, I had you there. On a proper plate, not on a, a slate tile or a block of wood. There it is. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> you know, you know what that means, Andy, don't you? It's observational comedy time. Hey, hey, hey! You ever noticed? As soon as there's an inch of fucking snow, everyone and the monkey is out and about at the local hillock with a sledge. Yeah, you noticed that. <laughs> And there's always one perfect family that has like a Rolls Royce of sledges and all the Austrian gear and all you have it all you have is a Papa John's pizza box to use. Eh? 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 And after a couple of goes, the ink runs from the box design and stains your brass hand. You notice that? Hey. Yeah, any good? Yeah. A bit convoluted. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's not very topical either. But oh, you know fucking hell man. I, I wasn't got anything else. But so the observation comedy has to be topical. Well, it doesn't have to be. Well, but thank you. Nice. I didn't. I've never been so. Hey, 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 hey
Hey! Have you ever noticed? All of us fellas, like all us fellas, we have a drawer at home that's got all your bits of shit in. You know, like watch batteries, hinges, old charger cables and that. But, but you can never find your brass hand oil in there, can you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Don't like it. That's all right, yeah. You got any more? Oh, one more. Well, I've got a few more. I'll do one more. Just do one more, will you? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, do you remember old-fashioned trousers? You know, with button flies uh, and the buttons for your braces. What a lovely, funny memory, eh, boys and girls? What what decade would that be from? Oh, right up to the 60s. Right up to the 60s. Do you remember them? Do you remember what a lovely, funny memory? But you could never fix your braces with your brass hand, could you? (laughs) Unless you're fucking Dynamo, you know, the magic Yorkshireman. Uh, it's me worst set. Yeah, yet, what, you've, what you've done there is you've gone back to the 1960s yeah. for a memory. Yes. But then you've introduced Dynamo, yeah. who's only really come to prominence in the, what, the last 10 years. Yeah, but I used him to illustrate my point. I didn't know that I couldn't cross eras to do that. Hey, 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 what's it like? You know, what's it like when you're cooking pasta? Sometimes you cook too much. Sometimes you don't cook enough. Sometimes you don't cook any. Yeah, are you doing observation? Are you going to do any observation comedy? That's that's the first one. All oh, right. Yeah, it's not so. Hey, oh, here we go. hey, hey. There's this though. There's this as well. I bought myself one of those colanders for the kitchen the other day to strain me pasta in. Yeah. And I'm not even called Colin. I strain bought one of them colanders. Colanders. Yeah. Not bad, Andy. Yeah, yeah, the same letters are in the same sequence, so I suppose yeah, I'll give you some credit for that. Yeah, and it's I'm trying to go down like a pasta based. Okay, so is there another one? Road. Hey, hey, what's the deal with all the kinds of pasta? There's fucking loads. (laughs) That's a good one because I have noticed that. I've noticed that. Different shapes and lengths and things. That's excellent. Different shapes, different lengths. Fucking hell. (laughs) <laughs> I could probably end the set with that. Oh, that you know, is a gem, that one. That drop way. the mic and just, yeah. you know, storm off. You got ravioli, spaghetti. That's a penne. Penne. Tagliatelle. Full of malucci. Do you remember <laughs> tagliatelle? How many do they need? Guess you could do that for a good 10 minutes and just listing pastas, couldn't you? I love it. I loved, I've loved your set, Andy, really, you know, because of that last one. Thriving, thriving, aren't I? Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey Andy, um, yes, Bob. What do you think of this Bake Off business? You know, oh, serious, isn't it? Serious business. Yeah, 
God, okay. you know, the nation has been has been rocked by the news that a TV show that's been on a channel is going to be on a different channel. Yeah, it's just like the BBC seemed like it's the right home for it. Like I looked at one look at you, the way you dress, your skin condition, and I know that your home is up in the North East. Do you know what I mean? It's just naturally you'd be there. And, right, and fi- why, why have you... Why have you chosen this opportunity to have another go at me? I didn't really mean it to go. I'm the same myself. And, I, you know, that's where I belong. And you do have this sort of feeling that that's where the... Ba- I did the Bake Off once, you know. Do you want to hear it? I'll tell you about it if you... Did. <laughs> I'll tell you about Is it, it if you threat? want. Well, you, when you get there, there's this big... There's a, I don't know if they ever show it much. There's a great big manor house, but there's a tent in the lovely gardens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you go in, ground floor, there's really big rooms. You pass Mary Berry's... Room temperature controlled it is Andy, absolutely right. promise you. It's something to do with a wig, and you you, you <laughs> could you could hear her screaming in there. I don't know what I have. I make no comment. She right. temperature controlled. She's screaming like and she was watching a horror film or something. Anyway, I was put on in a room just on my own. Um, try, I think it was nothing. There was there was a bowl of scratchings in there and um, a couple of slices of date and walnut cake, and they'd also provided a farting bowl as well. That's nice. And that's nice, isn't it? So they probably just do that for the celebs, and not do that for the ordinary folks. I think it was something to do with the building. It's because it said that there was a sign that said "Thanks." The little letter said "Thanks for doing the bake off. Please help yourself to the cake and that." But as this is a listed building, if you feel a fart coming on, would you use the farting ball that's provided? It's a receptacle. Yeah, so that's understood. It's National Trust, isn't it? Belt and braces. Well, it was a beautiful house. Beautiful. Well, I'm stood there about five minutes in. I've finished all the cake and what have you. Um, yeah, and in walks Kirsty. Walked, you know, is that is that how those news nights Scottish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she walks in because she was doing it was a celebrity bake off, and she's on the show as well. She's like, "Oh, hello, Bob. Mate, it's a bit porky in here, and I see you've had all the cake and scratchings, you greedy bastard." She what? She went, "I'm a goat." She was being funny. She goes, and funny she says, "You'd better not have a fart in your system." I said, I laughed. I said, of course, no, no, don't be daft. But actually, I could feel a parachute permit brewing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I, no, Kirsty. Um, That's that cake, isn't it? Yeah, I hadn't eaten them. I told her they'd been eaten before I got in the room. Yeah. So, of course, she's like, she's a bit feisty. She says, look, I'll see you about that. And she stormed off to go and get more cake. So I took my chance. I picked up the farting ball, right? But immediately yeah. realised it didn't have a lid on it. So I used the Tupperware bowl, the cake, the two little date and walnuts were in as a fart pot, and then just lidded it up after, put it in there yeah. and put the lid on. You've got to be resourceful, haven't you? Yeah. Kirsty comes back with a runner who has um, another couple of bits of date and walnut on a tray, and she puts them in the, uh, takes the lid off, puts them in the Tupperware bowl, right? Kirsty immediately picks up the bowl, gives a nice big, intake a big sniff of the cakes oh wow you can tell they're homemade probably by hollywood given the smell of them they're beautiful and she said one each i said i'm all right i'll leave it so anyway that was just i've got a whole i'll tell you more about the bake-off next week if it's still pertinent but that was my first error that day using a tupperware ball as a makeshift farting ball i cannot can't Begin to imagine how, how much worse it could have got than that. Have you been following? Did it get worse? Oh, I, honestly, I tell you, I mean, the, I think she might have won a medal today. But do you know the swimmer who um, has only got little arms and legs? I don't know what, yeah. it, like, um, I think she got a, got a brilliant gold medal last night. I think she did. Yeah. Well, I was up against her and we got into a terrible fight. 
Well, Are you brawling on the grass? Well, it, it, to be honest, you should. Can we find uh, out next week? I'll tell you about that next week. Can I just um, can I pitch a business idea to you? Yeah, of course, yeah. Because obviously, with you being a millionaire, yeah, I'm not. A I'd quite like a piece of the action. Okay. So rather than just like trying to scrounge some money off you, like I have been over the last few weeks yeah. unsuccessfully, yeah, I thought I'd come up with a business idea, a bit like Dragon's Den. See if you want to invest. All right, hit me. Yeah, I, I, I already value this business at less than two farts. Go on then. <laughs> Here's me pitch. Right. right, you're a top tycoon. But there's nothing you love more than to have the harsh world of big business softened by your secret enjoyment of high-class silk lingerie. Yes. So I give you okay. lingerie for hotshot businessmen. Yeah. It combines silk lingerie with business slogans. Right? You've got cami knickers with seal the deal written over the front. A peephole bra with buy low, sell high written on it across the tits. And... A personalised corset with a graph of sales figures for the previous quarter emblazoned across the front. Now you can be a sexy hit in the boardroom and the bedroom. And I want 75 grand for 5% of it. So, have you got any questions? Yeah, you value that business at over a million quid then? Yeah. Have you got any samples for me to look at? No. I could do some drawings for next week though. I don't want fucking drawings. I I like, yeah. Photoshop? Eh? Photoshop. I'll do you some Photoshop. All right, I'll see some Photoshop. It's a crap. Are you serious about this idea? Yeah. Business Snickers. Business Snickers, yeah. Yeah. But you think, well, think about it, though. You're, you're saying you're valuing this shite at a million quid. But think about the class of clientele. Think about the demographic. We're going for the millionaires. They're going to invest the fuck out of this. It's fucking shit, man. I mean, it's like as a comedy knicker, it might be all right that it says big business on it. It's not comedy. It's motivational. No, I know. You know, it's business speak. No, it's like end of the pier stuff, so it'll say like business near the arsehole. It's not. Having sealed the deal on a pair of cami knickers isn't end of the pier. It's it's motivational. I'm out. You know, you can be be a top businessman right in the middle of some crucial negotiations. You excuse yourself for a couple of minutes, go to the bathroom... Whip your business trousers down, and you look at your cami niggers with seal the deal written on the front, and it spurs you on. All right. Well, I, I wish you good luck. Um, I think that probably it's a specialist area. You might make some internet sales, and I wish you all the best with it. But I'm afraid I'm out. Oh, for fuck's sake! Right, I'll be back next week with some more than. Okay. Have you seen? Have, have you seen you. Um, your mate Corbin this week at all? I have. Yeah, I was up in uh, Inverness. Quite a short set. Um, it was just some uh, Billy Bragg songs. Oh, you didn't do guitar. Billy Bragg songs. Just tell me if you... Come on, get on with it. I'm trying to tell you what happened. All right, fair enough. Sorry to interrupt. Right. So anyway, 20-minute set. wasn't even an interval. So afterwards, I'm round the back having a fag. He comes out, lights his pipe, looks across, and he says, uh, Seen you. Yeah. Seen you. Down the front. Tapping your foot. Think you're a bit of a mover and a groover, don't you? And, you know, I like to dance. Yeah. So I said, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He says, how many tattoos have you got? I haven't got any. I'm not really into tattoos. I think it's weird. So I just says, I ain't got any, actually, for what's worth. He says, oh, yeah. You look the type. Ask me my best tattoo. Says, what's, what's your best tattoo, Jeremy Corbyn? Hammer and sickle. 
just above my arse. Says, do you know why it's my best? Says, not really. Because it hurt the most. Mm. I thought, well, that's you know, I'm not. I don't understand tattoo culture. I don't understand why anyone would disfigure their body like that. You know, I mean, look at me. I'm a perfect specimen. Yeah. Why? Why? You know, blight this canvas. Yeah. So he just like sneered, and he went, "Come back when you've got yourself inked." Right. And not a henna one either. Oh. Real ink. And then um, John McDonnell, you know, the Shadow Chancellor? Yes. He, he pulled up on a motorbike. Um, Corbin gets in the sidecar and off they went. Shit. So that was that. So he's a tats. He's got the t- tats is what you call them, innit? Tats. He's inked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll, you know, they'll. I, I imagine he's got quite flappy underarms, you know. Like, you know, I mean, his skin, I shouldn't think, is as tight as E.G. Like the Alderman's. Bingo That's, wings, I think they call them. That kind they? of thing, but... Um, we shall see. Senior, he says. Seen you. Yeah. Seen you. <laughs> oh, no, that's his, I've noticed now. That's what hey, he says, y- isn't it? Yeah, that's his thing. I think some of the listeners by this stage might be wondering what's happened with um, Casper, Steve McLaren's snake. Have you got anything? Oh, fuck, I should. Yeah. Focus on that. I'll give you an update, yeah. If you remember. He's dead. No, he's not A-Andy. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, you, Sorry, that wasn't nice, was it? No, we, I'll give you another. If you remember, we left them on the motorway on the way to the big veterinary hospital. Steve was pulled over by the police and the smoke coming from his clown car was causing collisions on the road. Well, pile up, wasn't it? To be honest, more or less a pile up, yeah. Well, the smoke died down. Steve was still in tears because I don't know again if you recall because the fat lass had left him. Yeah. Uh, the police had put him in, him and Casper in, in their police car whilst they looked after the fucking carnage on the road and that. Suddenly, he gets a terrible shock because there's a really loud bang on the roof of the car. Boom! Then his door's pulled open and a huge hand grabs him by the shoulder and yanks him right out of the car. Who do you think it is? Anyway. Sam Allardyce. Well, police officer... <laughs> Don't be a Rodney Plonker. I don't want any trouble. <laughs> but it's not a police officer, Andy. You reckon it's Sam Allardyce? Sam Allardyce? No. No? It's Fat Lass. Oh. Steve. Stop, sorry. Steve. Steve, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I kicked Casper. I love you both so much. Please forgive me. Well, Steve's cock is a hoop. He cocks a... <laughs> what? <laughs> Steve is cock a hoop. <laughs> And anyway, he gives her a great big up, got, got round as far as he could, you know, and she ruffled his hair island. Then she yeah. says, Steve, we need to get to Casper, to hospital, quickly. So they rush with Casper into the fat lass's car and drive off down the hard shoulder. Police didn't spot him. So they arrive at the hospital. Fat lass parks right next to the main doors. Security bloke says to, it says to the fat lass, hey, you can't park there, love. She says, I'll bite my fucking size 10 in your anus if you don't fuck off, she says. <laughs> and he says, all right, love, but if you could move it on as soon as you can, you know, I'd be grateful. <laughs> Steve rushes into the reception. Help me, help me, he shouts. Woman on reception takes one look, thinks he's got some sort of, like, jungle spider on his head. She, like, points at it. what is it, sir, spider? A juvenile koi poo? Shit, it's not a wolf cub, is it? 
No, that's my hair island. It's my hair island. <laughs> it's my hair, honestly. No, it's my snake, Casper. He's very ill. I've got his notes here from me vet. Please save him. So she takes Casper off. Steve takes a seat in the waiting area and he's soon joined by the fat lass who's got chocolate milk, some crisps and a dairy milk from the vending machine for herself and a tracker bar for Steve. So that's nice. And there's this bloke next to him and he sees Steve. He goes, hey, I know you. Aren't you the bloke? Um, you're the bloke who runs Carpet World on the retail park, aren't you? Hey, is that a sample on your head? Ha <laughs> ha. No, you silly Rodney Plonker. That's me hair island. It's me hair island. So the, I, the fella started singing as well. And he's, in so, he's got his Casper's under good, in good hands now, Andy. He's got the fat lass back. He's eating a tracker bar. She's munching away on a, a pack of crisps. Uh, it's a really nice little happy interlude at the moment. Um, they're just waiting for him That's to come good. home. And all that they've had a few phone calls with the hospital, and he's coming on great. Yeah. I, I just hope their good luck continues, because it sounds like they're back on track. Yeah, I mean, fingers that's crossed. A, that's all we want for them, isn't it, really? I mean, I don't know whether he's going to insist on an explanation about a kicking Casper. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Let's, I mean, my thoughts are with Casper, not with you. I think that's that's for everyone. Yeah, everyone agrees with that. Have you got anything else you want to um, consider? No, nah, I'm, 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 I'm done. Oh, yeah, well, can I sing a little song? If you've got one, it's a, go it's on It's about Sly, Sly Stallone. Um, just a little update on Sly All right, Stallone, go on, then. if you're okay. All right, here we go. Sly Stallone is all alone. Sly Stallone is in his home. He's all alone, sliced alone. He's been eating a potato. Suddenly he wakes up and stares at the potato, then turns on the TV, then looks at the potato. He changes the channel to homes under the hammer, then looks at his potato and touches the potato. Then mumbles evaluation, one last look at potato, then falls back to sleep, cause sliced alone is in his home, sliced alone is all alone, he's been eating a potato. <laughs> well, you can check it out if you want, Andy. That's nice, nice quiet night in for sliced alone. Right, well, I can't wait to see what uh, hear what the alderman has to say about last week, but uh, for the time That's being... That's something to look forward to, isn't it? I'll have another ta- business idea for you to poo-poo as well. Thank you. For the time being, it's been a kind of pleasure. See ya. Yeah, bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.